you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. And today, of course, as you all know, it is week 16 of the NFL season, which means it is our 16th week preview. So thus far this season, we've done 16 preview episodes. We've done 16 review episodes. And that totals up to 32 of course, we'll hit 36 by the end of week 18, and then and then the playoffs start. <clears throat> All right, let's jump into it. Thursday night football this week. Saints taking on the Rams in Los Angeles, and uh, I got the Rams. I mean, I think this is a pretty um, – this is not going to be a close game. I just don't think it is. I think that the Rams are a far better team than the Saints are. I get that. I hate I hate when I open ESPN and then the video automatically starts playing at the loudest volume. Anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, so I was so the Rams are gonna be at home. So I, I think more so than it being played in Los Angeles, I think it's just not being played in New Orleans. I think New Orleans is a good home team, they play well at home. But I think what's key about this game is like the Rams, to me, are the far better team. I get that the Saints went out there and they played well against the Giants this week. I don't really care about that. The Rams, if you look at how they've performed the past few weeks, they played a good game against the Commanders, really was not that close. Then they lost to the Ravens in overtime, beat the Browns by multiple scores, beat the Cardinals by multiple scores, beat the Seahawks by one. So they've won four of their last five, uh, and their only loss comes uh, against the Ravens in an overtime loss. And the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And listen, this is a, a Rams team that's pushing for the playoffs. Obviously, I think the Saints are as well. But to me, the Rams are the better team. They have a better quarterback. Uh, they have a very, very good run game. And I get that the Saints have been Solid defensively, but I think that you're going to see the Rams really kick it into high gear against the Saints, uh, especially on Thursday night. I mean, you're just, I think the Rams' run game with Kyron Williams has been spectacular. Look at the way he's played. I mean, he's been spectacular. Um, he's missed a few games, and <clears throat> still last week he, he had a great game. He's going to be a 1,000-yard rusher this season easily, easily. He had 152 yards and 27 carries against the Commanders. That was also at home. Uh, Stafford looked good in that game. He had eight incompletions on 33 attempts. 
So, you know, I think the real concern for the Rams is, you know, their defense, obviously. It can't break down. It can't have all these hiccups. It's recently, uh, recently been having. However, I, I do think that the Rams are the better team here. And I think that the, the Saints are going to be playing from behind for a lot of the game. And, you know, it's just it's gonna be an interesting game to see how it plays out. Obviously, I'm not I'm not saying that this is going to be, you know, per se the the most competitive game of all time, and I'm not saying it's it's definitely going to go the Rams way, but they just have a lot of talent on this roster, and I just I feel good about where they are. So I'm gonna take the Rams to defeat the Saints on Thursday night football at home, uh, and move themselves to eight and seven. All right. Bengals, Steelers. So again, this is gonna. So Mason Rudolph is going to get the start, and we've seen what Mason Rudolph can do before. I mean, he is not a very good quarterback. So I'm like the Bengals. I mean, listen. As much as I would love for the Steelers to win a game like this, they're so close to making the playoffs. They're, they're really they're on the cusp. They really are. And this team has just shown nothing in the past three weeks that would ever want to make me root for them at all. Like I seriously. I can't express to you all how how much um, I, I I can't stand the Steelers right now. I mean, their one win in their past five games is against the Bengals. That was in Cincy, but that was I think that was Browning's first. I want to say that was his first start or his second start. No, so that was his first start um, for the Bengals because the week prior. Um, against the Ravens, Burrow had gotten injured. Yeah, that's right. So now this is you know Bur- Browning after some some better performances. Obviously, the Bengals have won three straight games against the Jaguars, Colts, and Vikings, who are you know those are three potential playoff teams right there. I mean, the Colts and the Jaguars are, are currently in the playoff picture, as are the Vikings. So they have the kind of these like not necessarily statement wins, but they have these. Um, wins that you can look at and you can point to and say, well, you know, listen, this is a reputable win right here. This is a win we can kind of trust. Versus the Steelers, who have lost three straight games, one to the Patriots, um, another one to the Cardinals, two teams with like three wins each, which is just not very good. And then they lost to the – they got – not only did they lose to the Colts last week, they got blown out by the Colts last week. And – this is a primetime standalone game. I think Cincy knows how much this game would mean to them. They have a very bad division record, and and they really can lose to, to Pittsburgh twice. If they lose to this game to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh would then jump them in the standings. So this is a must-win game. It really is a must-win game for both teams, but I trust Cincinnati's quarterback situation way more. The Steelers' secondary is very, very injured right now. So I like Cincy to win in this game. I think that they are the much better team. All right, Bills, Chargers. This one's pretty pretty cut and dry. I'm going to take the Bills. Listen, as I mentioned in my review episode for the week, the Bills are playing. For the next three weeks, they play the, the Chargers, they play the Patriots, and then they play the Dolphins. Um, so not only do they have a chance at winning this, you know, making the playoffs, but they also have a very good chance at winning the division uh, because the two, next two teams they're playing are, are some of the worst teams in the NFL. And then they play the Dolphins, basically, in what what should be, or rather, what could be, uh, the decider for the division. So this is a really it's a really crucial game for the 
Bills just to go out there and play a good 60 minutes of football. Obviously, we've seen what what's happened to the Chargers. You know, this season they're a complete mess. Uh, but without Justin Herbert, I just I don't really see <clears throat> any pathway for the Chargers to win a game like this. I don't really think the Bills will be looking ahead because they're only going to be playing the Patriots. There's really no reason why they would look ahead over this game. Um, but this is a game where you just need to go out there, play a good 60 minutes, and you're most likely going to win. I mean, again, the Bills are favored by 12 points in this game, uh, which makes sense. Again, the Chargers have a lot of injuries on their roster. They just fired Staley, who was their head coach. So, you know, I don't really know if they're going to come out and play hard for him. I don't really play hard because he, he's gone. I just, I don't know. I just think this isn't one of those scenarios. I think the Bills are a little too good. They're kind of running. They're running on, you know, the wins that they've had recently. Um, again, back-to-back wins over the Chiefs and Cowboys. And then, you know, you got that loss versus the Eagles on on uh, in overtime. So, you know, this is, you know, they've had a rough season. Obviously, they've had a couple losses, which you'd like to get back. But all of that's behind them now. And I think that the Bills have a really good shot at getting to 10-11 wins this season. And I really think that's going to start on Sunday again. The Bills are the much better team in this in this game. You know, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if the Chargers came out and won it. All right, Colts Falcons. It's it's pretty clear cut who I'm going with on this one. I've been riding this team for a little a little while now. Uh, I'm gonna take the Colts. Listen, you know, I think that they're under massively underrated. Right? They're they're a massively underrated team. People are just overlooking them, um, like by a lot. I don't think this is like a little little thing where the, the, the Colts are, are getting overlooked. I think they're getting massively overlooked. I think their defense is underrated. I think their offense is underrated. Uh, they have some, you know, I think Pittman's had a really nice year. I think Alec Pierce has made some splash plays. Uh, you know, and, and furthermore, I just can't get behind Atlanta. I just cannot get behind Atlanta as a football team. Uh, I, I think Arthur Smith should be fired. I think that Heineke or Ritter. I don't think either of them are the, situ- are the solution. I mean, I really don't think. I mean, listen, look at what Indy's run game can do. They're a very good away team. I think that's the one thing people don't really talk about when we talk about Indy. They're 5-2 and two away from home this season, right? Which means, you know, I don't know if I necessarily would want to avoid the Colts. I don't know if I necessarily want to play them in the playoffs, given that they might be a whole, uh, an away team. If I'm Miami, from the Chiefs, you know, you're playing against a team that's been very, very good on the road this season. I don't think the Colts necessarily have a lot of statement wins this year. Uh, I, I mean, they're probably their best win is over the Ravens earlier this season, which you know, again, I, you look, you scratch your head and you kind of say, well, I don't know how they won that game. Uh, by the way, that was a Gardner Minshew game too. That wasn't exactly you know, anything else. So Baltimore at that point had, you know. Baltimore now has three losses on the season. One of those is to the Colts, another to the Browns, and another to the Steelers. So, you know, if I'm the Ravens, you know, seeing how the Browns and Colts are not just probably going to be in the playoffs, but almost definitely at this point, that's going to be a little scary. So I really like Indy. I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Indy this weekend. I just, you know, Atlanta, I keep picking Atlanta to win games, and they keep disappointing me. I can't, I can't keep picking them. Last, look what happened last week. Not only was that a loss, that was an embarrassing loss. I don't really care what the weather was, who the quarterback, whatever the circumstances. The 
Atlanta Falcons gave up a game-winning drive to a team that had one win on the season and scored seven points on the Panthers. It doesn't really matter what the context is, right? You could say, Michael, it was raining. So it was raining for both teams. It wasn't like it was just raining for one team. So I think the Falcons are, you know, they are done. And I hope the Colts just put that nail in the coffin this weekend. Uh, I think that they will. They've got a great running game. I think Minshew is massively underrated as a quarterback. And I think the Falcons have talent, but, I mean, it is just not being utilized well by Arthur Smith. And I think that's why he should be fired from the end of the season. All righty. Next up, we have the Seahawks-Titans. So it's pretty clear who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I mean, listen, that was an incredibly impressive performance that the Seahawks gave. The other night. And I get that they're not a good away team in Tennessee. Historically, has been a very good home team. But I just I, I have to look at this and I have to say to myself, Michael, there's one team that we know is good and there's one team that we know isn't good. Like that is as simple as we know it is. We know that the Seahawks are a good team, not a great team, right? They have some flaws, but they're a good team. And we know the Titans are. The Titans have proved time and time again. And I think last week was most indicative of that. You have a Texans team without their starting quarterback coming to you at home and you lose, right? Like it's just one of those things where Tennessee, Will Levis is struggling a lot. And I, I just feel like it's going to, the, 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 the Seahawks are going to be able to score points. I think they're, they're very high off of that win. The playoffs are, are within reach for them. I mean, this is a must win game for them. They have to win uh, against the Titans because you know, again, they don't have an easy road to the end. I mean, well, not necessarily not easy, but they play the Titans and they play the Steelers and they play the Cardinals. I mean, this they have to win at least two, if not all three of those games to make the playoffs. The NFC, is it's going to be an 89-team, eight, 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 9-8 team. I mean, I think 10-7, and seven, you're, you're, you're good. But I think 9-8, and eight, you know, who knows? And Seattle divisionally has not been great this year. They are they are one in four in division. So the Rams have that tiebreaker over them. Um, and then obviously the Cowboys or Eagles are going to take up another spot. And then, you know, listen, if Minnesota beats Detroit or if Green Bay wins a couple games or who knows if the Saints win a game, like it could be possible that you get a couple other teams in the mix. So this is a real must-win game for the Seahawks. I think that they're going to come in. I think they're going to win. They just they feel like a different team. I have to see who the starting quarterback is, whether it's Geno, whether it's Drew Locke. But honestly, I don't think it matters. I think that both of those guys are more than capable of leading this team to a victory. So I'm excited to I'm excited to watch the Seahawks this weekend, watch how they play. Um, I will be taking them over the Titans. I mean, it's just the Titans just do not – they're not very – Like, I can't root for them. It's hard to, it's really hard to root for them because they just, they don't offer a lot offensively. Derrick Henry's kind of regressed a lot. So that's why it's really hard to root for them. And that's why I don't want to root for them. So I'll take the Seahawks. All right. Lions, Vikings. Like, as much as, and again, I know I've taken, what is this? I've taken five. Yeah, this is my fifth road team that I've taken. So I've taken five road teams um, and one home team, which is not what I usually do. But I have to take the Lions again. 
Um, I have this will be my fifth road team. I have to take them over the Vikings because the way the Lions played last week was the way that I've hoped they played all hope they would play all season, right? I mean, that was spectacular. The Vikings, on the other hand, I mean, I just I can't trust Nick Mullins. I just can't. I don't care what you want me to say about whatever. Nick Mullins is going to make a mistake or two. As much as he wants to stop, this is who he has been his entire NFL career. It hasn't changed how much time he's taken off. It, nothing has changed with him in, in that regard. He is going to make a lot of mistakes. That's just what he does. That's just that's just the quarterback that he is. And, and until he changes that, I'm not going to sit up here and say that the, that the team that he plays for has a realistic shot at beating a, another team that's much better than them, all right? That's less injured, that makes better decisions. It's a much better running team. I mean, listen, what the Lions did last week was incredibly impressive. Now, I have to say this. Minnesota's defense has been very, very good this season. But I just don't know if it's going to be able to hold up all game long against the Lions' run game. I think the Lions' run game is special. I think the Lions' run game is what separates them from, from the rest of the teams in the NFC, I think that they're a good passing team, but they're not, like, special. But I think that the Lions are a great running team. I think that they're maybe one of the top three or four running teams in the NFL. The other issue is, you know, they got the Niners, who are probably the best running team in the NFL, also in their conference. And, you know, that's that's going to hurt them. But besides that, I think the Lions are a great team. I think that they look good. They looked really good last week. And... You know, there are concerns about their defense, right? Obvious obvious concerns about their defense. And I and I think obviously dispelled some of those some of those worries last week with their performance, but not totally. I mean, listen, one game does not make you a good defense. If they can stack up a couple of good defensive performances, then it's a different story. Minnesota's gonna need their best. I mean, this is this is literally, I think, a do or do or die game for them. They're not I don't know if they can Beat the line if they can't beat the Lions at home. I don't know how they're gonna expect to beat the Lions away from home, and they gotta play the Packers in between that. So that's gonna be really tough. This is a must, essentially a must-win game for them, which I I completely get. Like I I fully understand that, but I just I have to roll with my gut here. The Lions are the better team. I trust their quarterback more. I'm gonna roll with the Lions. All right, Commanders Jets. Um, you know, I don't know who's going to be the starter this week. I can't really trust either of these teams, but I think New York, like the Jets at least have a little bit more fight, um, fight in them. I feel like the commanders have almost completely given up. I don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be, whether it's Brissett, uh, or, or Howell. It's kind of unclear at this point. I mean, if I'm Ron Rivera, I'm just going to say, I'm going to keep like, your playoffs are over. Just keep starting Howell. It doesn't matter. Um, like you, you have to, uh, you have to, you have to make some sort of like, you know, concession that the team sucks. But the Jets, I feel like they have a lot of fight in them. They're really obviously angry about the way the season has gone for them. It's really not their fault. The rest of the players in this team. It's just like it's just a matter of circumstance. What's happened. I mean, they haven't been exactly a terrible team. I think after last week's game, after getting completely, completely trounced, um, I think they come out and look a lot, a lot better. 
So I'm going to roll with the Jets this weekend. I think it, it, it's definitely going to be some sort of a toss-up of a game. But I'm going to roll with the Jets. They're definitely the better team here. Uh, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be an ugly game. But the Jets, hopefully their defense will come out a little bit stronger, and, and I think they're going to win. All right, Packers, Panthers. I mean, I got to roll with the Packers this week. I, I know they had kind of a, a, a weird loss last week, but – like, I have to roll with the Packers. I can't pick the Panthers to win a game, even though they won last week. Look at how they won. They were they were <laughs> they scored nine points on the Falcons, right? Are the Packers a very good football team? No, I mean they're really not. Um Jordan Love has at least shown some promise this season. And, you know, for the Packers, this is really a must-win game for them. I mean, this is a game that you really can't afford to lose. Yeah, if you if you fall to 6-9, and nine, you know, you're done. There's no shot. But at least if you're 7-8, and eight, you at least give yourself a, a slimmer of a chance if you can win out your last three games. You know, the playoffs are, are possible. Listen, the Packers are not a good away team, but they're favored by four points away from home. And I think that really speaks volumes. Again, I'm going to roll with the Packers on this one. Panthers, to me, just they're just not good. They don't offer anything. Uh, at least the Packers, you know, are, are have some semblance of an offense. All right. Browns, Texans. Listen, I'm going to keep it with the away teams. I, I might have to switch this up at some point because it's just too many away teams. But I'm going to take the Brownies. I mean, listen, they are a very good team. Uh, and, and listen... I, I don't know whether it's going to be C.J. Stroud or Case Keenum. That is unclear. C.J. Stroud is currently questionable. Uh, obviously, the Texans are a very good home team. Browns are a very good away team, or a very bad away team, which definitely could impact. I mean, maybe I'll switch it to the top. You know, this is really a 50-50 game because I really like the way the Browns have been playing. I'm a big Joe Flacco fan with this team. I think... They've looked great. They have a lot of fight in them. Even when they make a lot of mistakes on offense, the defense is able to carry them and pick them up. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. You know? I do not know. I mean, I think that the Browns are the better team. I think they're a little bit, not necessarily a better coach, but they're just, they're playing a little bit more consistently, even though the Texans won last week. I know they won with the backup. It's just it hasn't been the most consistent season for the Texans. I mean, you look at the games that they've kind of played, won and lost. They have some of these kind of statement wins. They had that Bengals win. They had that Bucks win the week before. But then, you know, they got blown up by the Jets a couple weeks ago. Um, they had that loss to the Panthers earlier this season, the loss to the Falcons. So they've had all of these games where it's been like, oh, my God, look how good the Texans are. And then – they have some of these games where it's like, wow, look how bad the Texans are. So with this one in particular, I, I, I you know, for me, I really believe in in, in the Browns defense. I, I don't think it's as a – again, I don't believe it in the sense that, oh, my God, this is the best defense in the NFL like everyone else has been saying. Oh, see, it's not. But it's good enough. Their secondary is getting better. Miles Garrett's a, a fiend on the defensive line, and hopefully he'll get some more holding calls called against – uh, whoever he's rushing against this week. I don't know if you guys saw that video, but pretty ridiculous. I think that the Browns are going to win. They're just they're a little bit better. They're a little bit more consistent, and I and I trust that. So I'm going to take the Browns over the Texans. All right, Jaguars, Bucks. 
you know, listen, I have to roll with a home team, and I feel like I got to roll with the Bucks here. Listen, they've been a little too good recently. The Jacksonville's on a three-game skid. The Bucks, I believe, are on a three-game win streak. Yeah, so these two teams are going in complete opposite directions right now. Uh, Tampa Bay played a complete game last week. I just I don't love Jacksonville's roster makeup. I might switch this because I do like Jacksonville enough, and I think that at some point they're going to have to win a game. But this is a game for the Bucks where they can definitely go out there and win it. I wouldn't be shocked. Trevor Lawrence isn't obviously is not completely healthy. Obvious to everyone that his ankle is still hurting him, but hey, listen, I'm gonna t- I gotta take the Bucks, man. I just I have to, right? To me, they strike me as a team that's that's going and trending in a positive direction. They've won a few games. Baker looked unbelievable last week. It feels like maybe they're clicking a little bit offensively more so than they have um, before this. Jacksonville, I think they've kind of lost the identity of who they are. Um, you know, it's just Trevor Lawrence has been struggling. And again, last week's loss was just, it just wasn't a good loss. You know, I mean, that's just a game that you, you watch Jacksonville play. You're like, oh my God, how does, how does the, how do the Jaguars lose, you know, the pat like the three games that they've lost. I mean, they lost the Bengals with a backup. And I get Trevor got hurt in that game, but then you lose to the Browns also with a backup. And then you get, you know, not even competitive versus the Ravens, like, whatsoever. And again, I get the Jaguars are a, you know, 5-1 and one away team. They're very good away from home, but I'm going to lean Tampa. I just, I, I think, I, I think I got to lean Tampa. All right, Cardinals, Bears. You know, the Bears have been super competitive the past few weeks. I'll give them credit for that. There's something about their addition of, um, what's his face? Um... Josh Sweat, I think it is. Yes, I think it's Josh Sweat. Um, roster. Let me just double check. I th- I'm 99% sure it's Josh Sweat. Or Montez Sweat. Josh, yeah, Montez Sweat. Josh Sweat is his brother. Um, yeah, Montez Sweat's been unbelievable in the interior of the uh, the line for them. The Cardinals, again, they've played some competitive games this season. They've showed some fight. But they're 1-6 away from home. They're playing in Chicago, which... It's a tough place to play just because of the uh, the weather. It's going to be – it's actually going to be quite warm on Sunday. It's going to be 48, so it won't be terrible for them. But, you know, it's going to be cold. It's going to be wet. Uh, and I think that the Bears kind of thrive in weather like that. Um, well, so I don't think that the Bears really care as much about their pick. They already know they're going to have a top one or two pick, if you know, depending on what the Panthers do. Um, whereas, you know, the Cardinals, they have their one and only pick. I mean, they, they, you know, no one in Arizona is really expecting them to do anything this season because they just hired a new head coach. They're going to figure out what to do with Kyler. Meanwhile, you know, the Bears, this is a new, you know, this is a new, not a new coach to try to prove themselves. So I'm going to roll with the Bears. All right. Cowboys, Dolphins. I'm going to take the Cowboys off of a bad loss like that. Cowboys historically have played very, very well. Um, I think that they're they're a very, uh, you know, they're a team that plays off of emotion. I think that's going to give them a lot of emotion. Listen, this is a matchup of two teams who are terrible against teams of winning records. My man, Miami has zero wins in like 500 days over versus teams over 500. Cowboys do have a win this season. That's over the Eagles. I'm going to have them keep it going, though. I think they're going to get another win here. 
Listen, Cowboys not playing very well is different from Miami literally not having any wins. Miami has struggled a lot this season, especially I think this is going to be a bad game for Tua. There's going to be a lot of pressure right in his face. He struggles a lot with that sort of thing. And, you know, listen, the Cowboys, off of a loss like that, they know what they have to do. They know they got to win a game like this. I think that they're going to win a game like this. Don't be surprised when the Cowboys go out there and, and play really, really hard after a win like that. I just think that they are going to be angry and ready to show it, especially Micah Parsons. Uh, Patriots, Broncos, I'll be taking the Broncos in this one. I just can't pick the Patriots. I don't think the Broncos are particularly good, but I'll be taking the Broncos. Uh, the Patriots just, they, 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 I know that they've played okay past couple weeks. They even have a win, but listen, I'm, I can't, I can't pick them. All right. The Broncos are at least playing for something. They're, they're very angry right now. Um, and, and, you know, I just, I can't. Can't trust. Can't trust. All right. After the break, we're going to cover the Christmas games. We have three games on Crimmy this year, which is going to be awesome. I can't, I absolutely can't wait for that. We'll be right back with those games. All right. Welcome back. All right. So Monday is Christmas, which means Monday we have football. We have three games. So it's Monday football, Monday day football. We have the Raiders, Chiefs, taking the Chiefs. I mean, it's just. Not necessarily for obvious reasons, but for pretty obvious reasons. I mean, seriously, I, I just I have to take I have to take the Chiefs. I just have to. I there's in, in my head I can't I can't take the Raiders. I know that they're coming off of this unbelievable performance. I know the Chiefs have looked have struggled, but Patrick Mahomes. I think they have ten or fifteen straight wins over the the Raiders. Something like that. Something crazy. Um. And I think Santa's bringing presents for 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 the Chiefs this year. Maybe they'll be, be, be they'll be pre, they will be bringing presents for the Raiders too. Maybe not as much. Listen, I think you know a fiery head coach like Antonio Pierce in his you know not even it's his first season, you know first half season as a head coach can only bring you so far. The Chiefs are a better defensive team. Uh, they're, you know, they have an offense that's well-schemed. Maybe they're not playing at their best right now, but they can certainly, they certainly know how to get it done. Kansas City's very good in these primetime games. And I just, I think that the Raiders, again, after a game like last week, you know, everyone's going to be, everyone's going to be saying about them the same thing, right? Everyone's going to be saying that the Raiders Oh my God! Look how good they look. They're so talented. Um, you know, oh, they scored sixty-three points. This team is you know turning a corner, etc. I just don't think so. All right. I think that this is a a scenario in which the Chiefs are going to come out there. They're going to play a little bit better and win by you know three to seven points. All right. Giants, Eagles. I have to pick the Eagles. As much as I think it would be funny to see Tommy DeVito win a game against the Eagles and, you know, continue this stretch of with he has the, you know, the, the, the gabagool with the hand, the Eagles skid has to stop at some point. And I think it's going to stop on Christmas, uh, you know, in Philly against the Giants. All right. Philly's very good against the Giants historically, number one. 
Number two, it's at home for the Eagles. They've been a very good home team this season. In fact, they are 5-1 and one at home, only loss coming against the Niners. I get the Giants something good, but they're not exactly a, a world, you know, world-beating team. Again, they just lost to... They just lost to the Saints by like 25 points, um, which is crazy. Like that's just an unbelievable amount of points to lose to the Saints by even in 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 New Orleans. So I'll be taking the Eagles. I think they're going to win. All right, finally, Ravens at Niners. This is a match. I think you could get a little pre-Super Bowl matchup here between two teams who are um, – you know, I think poised to get the number one seed and poised to potentially win the Super Bowl this year or make the Super Bowl at least. We have a, a Harbaugh rematch. Well, the two teams that were coached by the Harbaugh's, Jim and John. Um, and then obviously a Super Bowl, ooh, I don't even remember, 40-something matchup where Joe Flacco balled out. Uh, that was arguably the best postseason postseason stretch of performances ever by a single quarterback. He had 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was unbelievable uh, that year. I think it was 2012. Because the next year, the Seahawks beat the Broncos and the Broncos beat the Panthers. Okay, got it. I mean, this was 2011. What year did the uh, Ravens win the Super Bowl. 2013. Hmm. Maybe it was in 2013, but it was a 2012 season. I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, listen, this game is in, in San Francisco, and that's why I'm picking San Fran. Listen, they are, I think they are the most complete team in the NFL. They're very, very good at home. Not to say that the Ravens aren't good away, but the Niners are favored by five and a half points in this game. That's unbelievable. You have the two best teams in each conference, right? Niners are the best team in the NFC. Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And the Niners are favored by five and a half points, right? I could, you know, if, if this were normal, it would be like a three-point game, right? If you have the best two teams in the conference, three, three and a half points. Five and a half points is a lot. And by the way, it started, it opened at minus five. So the spread opened there and it's only moved in the direction of the Niners, I think the Niners are going to win. They're the most complete team. They have a fantastic running game. They're very well schemed on offense. And the Ravens have struggled this season occasionally. I know they've been a great team, and I'm a big fan of the Ravens, by the way. I'm a huge Ravens fan right now. I think that they're the best team in the AFC. But the Niners are just – they're more complete than them. They're more complete. They run the ball better. They throw the ball better. They just do a lot of these things a little bit better. They're better schemed. And it's at home. That's huge. It's at home. We went 10 and 6 last week. Let's go get 16 wins this week, folks. We're 94th percentile. So, you know, we're hanging in there, but I'd love to see us get up to 95, 96 by the end of this weekend. Let's go get 16 and 0. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm excited, folks. Let's go. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.